welcome back, Diet Riders, to the Diet Riot Podcast. I'm Alyssa Miller. And I'm Brooke Miller. We're both dietitians. Both mamas. Both from the Midwest. Both live in Denver. And, you know, it is Christmas time. Living this life. Christmas time. <laughs> and excited for Christmas. How the hell is it Christmas time already? It's How weird that the there's absolute no snow. Heck? No snow. It's been so warm. Knock on wood. I want it to stay that way. Um, we've been able to get so much stuff like done outside the house and mm-hmm. it's been fantastic. And work on our van. For those of you who don't know, yes. we bought a sprinter van and we're converting it. And oh my gosh, it just feels so nice to be able to go outside. But also it does not feel like Christmas at all. I know. It's so weird. So It's so weird. But you know, I think a lot of us wanted to decorate early for Christmas this year to give us some sort of joy and cheer that 2020 has not brought. For we need it. Give it to us. us. Give us the Give joy. us the dang cheer. Give, Give us, us all the joy. Well, and we looked at decorating early. And first of all, with toddlers, that's actually more of a ruckus yeah. and more difficult because they're just like pulling stuff down all the time. But also, like, I don't think our tree is going to last to Christmas. That's it's going to start looking like horribly mangled and dead that's true but we get a live tree we're team live tree over here oh are you a live tree? oh my god have you met my yeah. husband oh <laughs> i think he truly like we should have put this in our wedding vows but i think he truly would have left me if <laughs> if i was not on board with a real tree i mean this this the You're christmas like a uh, piece the christmas that's hilarious spirit in the miller household is it's it's like nothing else i've ever experience that's amazing yeah that's amazing i have to like push for it over here i'd like in our house like coonan household okay made a name over here um in our household it was for sure but josh is a little more like low-key he's like well whatever whatever mm-hmm. but that's you know we'll get there but anyways you guys all this to say merry christmas merry happy christmas, christmas whatever you happy say. holidays <laughs> happy happy hanukkah happy hanukkah. hanukkah i just think of friends also I think Hanukkah's over technically oh. by now. I'm pretty sure. But whatever. Who whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. All of the things to you and yours. Mm-hmm. Um also why didn't we start this podcast with Mariah Carey's version of um the all, all I, I want for want Christmas. For Christmas. Oh, oh that's why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we just blew out their eardrums. You guys. Merry Christmas. Um, today we're talking about Christmas, Christmas and just holidays in general, the um, true emotional response to mm-hmm. food around the holidays is real and it's thick and it's got our arms wrapped around us. Not to mention we've got like New Year's Eve staring at us in the face and mm-hmm. diet culture is just like, I feel like diet culture is just all over the holidays, right? Oh my gosh. The worst. The Everywhere. Worst. It's like, it's like so a much guilt and all of our <laughs> You know when like a kid spits up on you and just like ruins things. Oh, I sure do. Thank you for the imagery. Um, no, it's so true. It's everywhere around the holidays. It is keeping our joy from us because mm-hmm. we're not able to fully enjoy some of these foods that maybe we only see once a year. I mean, Aunt Carol only brings her special salad mm-hmm. well, once a year. In my head, I'm thinking of like a toffee apple salad. This is not like a green salad yeah. that you only see once a year or whatever. And you know, diet culture just won't let us have it. Just won't let us have it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're going to feel guilt. You're going to feel shame. You're going to spiral. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel horrible. And then you're going to, you know, jump right into my arms come January 1st to start a brand new diet, right? Mm, the worst. It's a trap. It's, it's a trap. It's a 
trap. It's a freaking trap. Well, and it just sucks because emotions are already running super high around holidays. And then Mm -hmm. now we've got 2020 holidays, which is like, hey, do you want some guilt and shame and stress and anxiety on steroids? Yeah. Because you're going to get it. You're going to directly get it for 2020. I know. Well, it's so hard because we're already in like this really stressful state. And so many people have put pressure on themselves like, oh, I've already gained like the quarantine 15 and now with winter coming. And it is true. I think a lot of us do gain a few pounds during the holidays because A, there's a lot of reasons, but stress is one reason. Um, A lot of us aren't as active in the winter as we are in the summer being outside. I think that's a big part of it. And sometimes we just like want to hang in and eat comfort, delicious, warm food more so in the winter versus the summer. So there's a lot of reasons why weight gain can happen during the holidays. But I do think that this is kind of the time where people are feeling the stress of weight gain or changes in weight. And that is why January is so dangerous. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think too, like, even if we just look at it biologically, right? Like the human Mm -hmm. race to survive winter, especially in these areas that humans Mm -hmm. were not necessarily designed to live in. Like it is very biologically protective of our bodies Mm -hmm. to gain weight, to add layers, to protect ourselves from Mm -hmm. the cold environment, from the harsh environment. I mean, truly at a very biological level, we are animals Mm -hmm. (laughs) and animals adapt to where they live. And so even if we just kind of take the emotion side out of it and say, okay, this is my body's way of protecting me. And really, I mean, it sounds weird, but embracing the fact that your body's protecting you, Mm -hmm. even though diet culture tells you that it's the worst thing in the world to gain weight. When in Mm -hmm. reality, Mm -hmm. our weight is fluctuating all the time and Mm -hmm. our set point weight is fluctuating. And we notice, you know, our bodies go through cycles, right? Especially as women, we go through monthly cycles and yearly cycles Mm -hmm. and seasonal cycles. And we're going through menopause or we're having children or we're breastfeeding or we're people prepubescent or whatever. There's so many cycles in our life that our, our bodies are actually protective of. And it, it kills me. Like, listen, if I could get rid of one thing in 2020, it's Mm -hmm. clearly coronavirus, but like second (laughs) is the idea of like quarantine 15 is this horrible thing. When in reality, it's that idea of like, this is your body's being protected. Your body's shifting into overgear. Like we are in the most stressful part of our life that we will likely ever go through and hopefully knock on wood. Oh dear God, 2021 could please come quickly. But you know, I I think it's just like a mindset shift of like, okay, what is this year done for me versus Mm -hmm. against me? And keeping that perspective as we finish out the holidays, finish out the few weeks, and instead of spiking and dropping a thousand times in our mental and emotional levels because we're worried about food in 2021 and mm-hmm. what are we going to do in our weight gain or weight loss or whatever that looks like, instead of doing that, like, okay, let's bring it down to a peaceful state. Let's try to stay like as neutral as we can, as... Um, kind of steady mm-hmm. and really look internal versus external. Like we're not listening to Aunt Carol. We're not looking at the news. We're not like mm-hmm. listening to our friends who are starting all these detoxes and we're not hearing these words quarantine 15 and automatically feeling guilt or shame. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're like, okay, what have I done for my body this year? And how can I continue to honor it through these next few weeks in a deeper, more meaningful way? Right? Yes. I love that. I love that. I think shifting the focus is huge during the holidays. 
And for a lot of us, we, which we've talked about before is the holidays can be a really stressful time. Like if you've lost a loved one, if you're grieving, um, this can just make the holidays that much harder. And so I think just knowing first and foremost, like just surviving 2020 is something we should all be proud of. And of course, like (laughs) weight gain is not the worst thing. So if you are feeling stressed or anxious because you have, your body has changed this year, or you have gained some weight, just know that a, these changes might not necessarily be permanent, especially if they're based on stress in um, things that are very seasonal, but also know that even if it is more permanent, it just like shifting the focus to like, there are worse things going on. And for so many of my clients, like one thing that they have said over and over is like, I know I'm starting to shift when I'm not terrified of like the food thoughts anymore. And I'm not terrified Mm. of the body image thoughts and they're not continuing to take over my life. Like I'm actually at peace with what my body does and I'm finding trust in my body. And that's really hard to do. Like that takes a lot of work and a lot of time Mm. and a lot of energy, but you're right. Like for so many of us during the holidays, we just like, we're so focused on our bodies and what it's doing that we really like, we're not paying attention to the bigger picture of the holidays and that it should be an enjoyable experience. Um, and it's just not always that way. Yeah. And thinking back to all the years that diet culture has stolen from you of experiences with friends and family, right? Like this year over any other year has taught us how important it is and how much we should cherish time with people in person, right? Mm. Like Brooke and I right now sitting on zoom, dear Lord, do I miss literally we used to record in person. It was the best. It was so much fun. And so, you know, you just, you take those things for granted. So this year out of any year, truly being able to come to a place of appreciation and, and realizing shifting to the good, right? Like focusing on what's good in our life, what's Mm -hmm. good in our mind and truly bringing that positive power to the forefront of our brain. Cause our brain really does rewire in association phases where we can associate our, um, our kind of experiences with food or experiences with our body in a positive way, but it takes practice. It takes determination. It takes reps, like literally reps, because for years, tapes have been playing in our head saying we're not enough. We're not worthy. Our body's horrible. It's not good. It's not a good body. I'm not a good body. All these things have been playing for years and years and years. And same thing with holiday food. Every year we have the same tapes playing over and over. This is unhealthy. I'm bad for eating it. I'm bad for wanting it. Why don't I care more about myself? Why can't I do these things? These tapes have been playing. We need to rewrite those tapes, right? Like we need to wipe them. (laughs) We need to acknowledge what's on those tapes, wipe them, and then rewrite them in a way that builds ourselves in a place where we can then make decisions out of honoring our body mm-hmm. and not feeling shame and punishment. We talked about this a lot, especially in our course that we have all about dropping shame around food, but truly rewiring our brain in a thought prat- pattern that gives us permission to eat all foods. So therefore we can choose foods that honor our body. Mm-hmm. So many times our choices are made out of a feeling of guilt or shame, or like we need to make up for something or someone's looking at us and we need to show them how superior we are and how we'd rather eat a salad or whatever the mm-hmm. diet culture food that's available is around versus getting all of that mind mental energy out of the way and saying, okay, now I can think clearly. Yeah. Now I can tune in. Here's what my body's saying. Here's what my body wants. And I'm going to honor my body in that way. regardless of what that choice is, you know? Yeah. I think, um, one thing that we should be doing, especially with 2020, um, going into 2021 is you had briefly mentioned this, but 
really focusing on those positive affirmations and gratitude for what's going well in our life. Um, I think that can be such a powerful thing that a lot of us are not doing. And I know we've talked about affirmations a lot recently on podcasts, but I think 2020 especially is the year that if you're not writing or journaling or doing positive affirmations or saying positive affirmations out loud, like this is the one thing, if you can change one thing going into 2020, 2021, um, this should be it. And the holidays are a great time to kind of reflect on like, what am I grateful for this year? Like I have family or friends that are alive and healthy and doing well. And just like reflecting on all of the things in your life that are going well, because at the end of the day, none of our lives are perfect. And like, there's been a lot of (laughs) negative things that have happened this year for a lot of us, but there's also some really beautiful things that are going on and happening. And just, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we just need that reminder during the holidays specifically. Um, And again, if we're so busy reflecting on what's going well and what we're grateful for guys, like this helps um, with those negative thoughts about food and body. It helps. Like it's really, really hard to be always nagging on your body and appearance and on food. If you are so focused on what you're grateful for. So just a reminder that, and if you need some affirmations, go back to, to our last episode, one of our last yes. episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a podcast episode as our favorite mantras, and they were mm-hmm. so good, you guys, so powerful. Um, no, I love that thought of like, okay, if we're filling this space with so much positivity and gratefulness and a yes. heart of thankfulness, it's really hard to hold on to anxiety or negativity or stress levels while also holding on to positivity and affirmations and gratefulness and thankfulness and all these other things. It's really mm-hmm. hard to do both. It's not impossible, of course. Like, there's all always some sadness and there's some, you know, I'm not saying we can just be positive and everything will be okay. But there Mm -hmm. is something to say about edging out the negativity by increasing the positivity. And unfortunately, most of us have been trained, not only the way we were raised, but also the world that we've lived in and the people that we've surrounded ourselves with and the way that we've talked to ourselves for years, we've been trained to speak to ourselves in a certain manner. If Mm -hmm. that manner is making things worse for you, you have to intentionally change it intentionally. That means going out of your way. It's uncomfortable. You feel Mm -hmm. downright silly. Let me just put that out there because a lot of these voices and things that you're telling yourself are so subconscious and so sewn in Mm -hmm. to the fabric of who it feels like, who we are, that it's really hard to tease it out and separate it to say, no, that's not who I am. Someone else wrote on my page, this isn't who I am. And I get to rewrite it. Uh I get to take a hold of who I am and truly start to, um, exist in that manner, even if it doesn't feel totally authentic at first, but speaking that life into yourself over and over and over again mm-hmm. really does matter. I mean, I, I just think it it's wild because if someone, to, when someone told me this years ago, I feel like I was like, okay, whatever. Like you, mm-hmm. I felt really silly the first times I did like affirmations or even like gratefulness and stuff like that. Like, of course I'm grateful. And I, <laughs> I'm one of those Christians that I'm like, God knows my heart. Why do I have to tell him what I'm grateful for? I know. <laughs> Horrible Christian over here, but it's true. I mean, people want relationship with you. You want to be in relationship with yourself. You want to hear what your thoughts are and, and really truly get in touch with who you are as a person and who you want to be mm-hmm. and who you want to become. And I just think what a powerful place to start around Christmas and these holidays, you know, when we're reflecting, like you said, on the past year, mm-hmm. it can be really, really powerful, a great way to start some momentum, you know? 
Yeah, I love that. Um, One thing that if you are a Christian and you are religious, I think one thing just like changing your prayer game to immediately starting with what you're thankful for and thanking God first and then going into maybe what you're struggling with. I think that has been a game changer for me as a Christian is like first and foremost, starting every, every conversation with God of thank you so much for my family. Thank you so much for all of the things I'm grateful for. Now I'm struggling with this, or this is what's going on in my life and, and praying for others who aren't healthy and praying for other things um, and other people who need it. But I think that it really, it goes with everything in life. Like we've all had a job that we don't love. We've all had 2020 where people, maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you, maybe people have gotten laid off at your company. I mean, this is a very stressful time, but even just saying like, even though like my job is not perfect, I'm thankful I have a job right now. Or even though I got laid off, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. What can I do with this opportunity? Um, And really just like looking for the good in things. And I think it's really hard for us to do it. It's really hard for us to look for the good in things in general, but it's also really hard for us to look at the good um, when it comes to food and body. And so much of like what we work on in our membership is like reframing thoughts with, with clients and members is like, like something, Alyssa, you use this example a lot, but I really like it is for a while, like a client was saying that granola, like they viewed as a, as a a really unhealthy Mm -hmm. food. And you viewed that as a health, a health food. I've talked to clients before too, where like they view fruit as unhealthy or too much sugar. And it's like, I view fruit as a health food or like something that tastes good and is nutrient dense. And so the biggest thing when it comes to like negative thoughts about your food and body, especially that are being triggered around the holidays um, or with weight gain, maybe around the holidays is really challenge those thoughts. Like, is this a true statement? Is granola truly bad for me? Like what's going to happen if I eat granola, start challenging those thoughts. Same thing. Like, I just think, I just think all of this is heightened right now for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And this is really the time to, instead of focusing on weight gain during the holidays, instead of focusing on what, is at each meal, really shifting the focus, like what's going well, what, what do I have control over? And the other thing is like, at the end of the day, the, what you eat over the holidays, that does not impact your health. And I think that is such a good reminder is like, if you eat whatever you want, whenever you want the entire week of Christmas, guess what? Like there are still 52 weeks out of the year where you are eating Mm. a consistent, whatever, like you're eating a normal quote unquote, like a variety of foods. And it's just like a vacation or a holiday or a celebration is like, if you overdo it on a weekend or you overdo it on the vacation and you're like, I eat fast food all day, all week, I feel cruddy. I don't feel good. Guess what? That's the learning experience. And that doesn't define your health. Just like if you, if you have to rest from working out for the holidays, let's say like you love going to the gym right now, a lot of gyms are closed with COVID instead of like looking that at looking at that as I'm going to gain so much weight over the holidays because my gym is closed. Say, you know what? Rest can be really beneficial for me. Or maybe meditation and yoga is what I need in this season of life. And like, just really get okay with challenging all of these thoughts and also challenge the thoughts that like one holiday meal doesn't like throw you off track. That's one thing with intuitive eating. You're never off track. You're never off track. You're never off track. As long as you're learning and being open to the process, you're not off track. Oh my gosh. I love that. I could not love that more. I think one of the things that you said in there that was so powerful is like, it doesn't define your health. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't define your health. I mean, I think so many times we think of these and, it, and it's so interesting, right? Because it's so one-sided. We yes. can eat one slice of pizza or a whole pizza to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we immediately say, oh my gosh, I ate the whole pizza. I'm so unhealthy, blah, blah, blah. We make it all about this one meal. But yet yes. it doesn't flip the other way. When we have one salad, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so healthy. Look at me. Oh my gosh. Man. I mean, it. like we all joke about it, but it's like, no, like you don't really think of that in the affirmative, in the positive. We right. only think about it in the negative. And I think that's just so powerful. This doesn't define my health. Your health is built over your habits long term uh-huh. eating or otherwise the way that you uh-huh. treat your body, the way that you move, the way that you think your mental health, your physical health, your sleeping health. Hello. My 2020 uh-huh. resolution sucked this year. 2021 it <laughs> yes. is, but you know, I mean, it's just, it's so bad guys. Uh, anyway, I, I know because I'm talking so... to you at 11 at night, way too many nights. <laughs> so you like sucked me into being up late so I blame you not only did I not hold up my end of 2020 (laughs) but I brought Brooke down with me you did you did you did that's that that's your entrepreneur life man um anyways I just think that was so powerful it's like a reminder that this is not a reflection of who you are or your health as a whole you can Mm -hmm. you need to take a million steps back and look at it from this broad perspective Yes. Also, something at the beginning you talked about that I wanted to circle it back to is upping your prayer game, you guys. Like, you guys know we're Christians. Of course, you don't have to be a Christian to listen to this podcast. We totally get it. Do whatever works best for you. Mm -hmm. So many people find that prayer and meditation and the research supports this bring the same benefits. So if you're not Mm -hmm. a praying person, be a meditation person. You know, try the meditation. Again, I was super skeptical for a long time, and now I really do love it when I can do Mm -hmm. it. It can be really powerful. But the prayer, um, something that we've been, I've been thinking about starting to teach my son of how to pray this can be really helpful for us to get it in the right kind of order of like how we think of the world and kind of, like we said, reframing our thoughts. Mm. Have you ever done the five finger prayer? No. Like five, you know like five things you're grateful for. Nope. Mm-mm. No. So this is something I learned as a kid. So first you praise what's great. Mm-hmm. So thumbs up, right? Ooh. Your thumb is you are you're grateful. That's how you start your prayer, right? Okay. Um, then you pray for others. You're pointing to other people mm. with your pointer finger. You're you're praying for the big things in your life. What's mm. your your middle finger is your biggest finger? What's your biggest struggle? Your biggest mm. mountain that you're trying to trying to get over? Um, okay. Your ring finger is praying for your loved ones, everyone who's connected to you, right? That's like your love mm. finger. <laughs> um, and then your pinky finger is uh, pray for the little guys, like the underdogs, kind of like in life Aww. in the world. And just like really a great reminder of like outward expression of prayer, gratefulness, and asking for help and knowing that we all need help, whether Mm. it's from your God, your creator, or the universe, or your friends, or your family, whoever it is in your life that can come in and bring you help, ask for it. After any year, 2020 is the year that we realize that we do need help. As human beings, we were not meant to live here without community. And this has been really difficult for a lot of us. So really, truly realizing and coming to the realization that we can ask for help. It does not make us weak. It makes us strong. It makes us vulnerable in a way that is truly beautiful and, and gives other people hope too, right? Mm, so yes. there's just so much <laughs> this season to get into. But absolutely, I think foremost, of course, Diet Riders podcast, we're going to talk about the food 
focusing on what that food is bringing to you instead of the things that you need to eliminate, Mm -hmm. right? Like what can I add to my diet or my lifestyle or how I'm letting food thoughts come into my brain, really truly thinking, what is this adding to my life? Is it adding value? Mm -hmm. And that's appropriate for days of celebration where we decide to celebrate through food. Mm -hmm. That does add a lot of value. But you know what adds a lot of value in my celebration is the time that I spend with other people typically preparing the food Mm -hmm. or sitting around the table with and actually enjoying that more so. So having an intention going into the um the holiday day of what what are your intentions in this is it that you want to eat the food Mm -hmm. great eat the food is it that you want to spend time with people great spend time with people is it that you want to reflect on your year is that you know whatever that intention is i think setting that intention can be really powerful so that you walk away from the experience thinking okay i met my intention that was my intention i went in and i did it in a way that felt really good to me or maybe didn't and that's fine too but um just knowing kind of what what brings you the most amount of joy, what's going to make you celebrate the most and feel the most amount of joy around the holidays. Yeah. And I think like the important why around the holidays and like why getting rid of food thoughts and shame and guilt around food, like why, why is this so important is so you can be more present with your family and friends and that what a great reminder and season of you want to be in the kitchen cooking with your parents. You want to be making the Christmas cookies. You want to enjoy the Christmas cookies. You don't want to like be the one at Christmas who is saying, oh no, I can't actually have that. It's not with, it's not like, it doesn't go with my diet or it's too many carbs for my day. Like you don't want to be that person at the holidays and you don't have to be anymore. Like you can show up to the holidays ready to eat, enjoy all of the food, take leftovers home, enjoy it. And we've talked specifically if you're looking for really valuable food tips around the holidays, like go back and listen to our Thanksgiving episode from a few weeks ago, because we don't want to repeat um, all of the things from that episode, but all of the things in that episode also apply to Christmas. <laughs> so definitely go check totally. it out. But yeah, think so of your why. So many good tips in there for sure. It's so yeah. important. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just love like just the broader perspective and it's, you know, also kind of like what an incredible opportunity to use holidays as a way to show to people what life can be like Mm -hmm. without dieting and without food thoughts taking over everything and without feeling guilty or making comments like, oh, I'm so bad for having this cookie Mm -hmm. or, oh, somebody Mm -hmm. stopped me. It's dangerous. You know, those kind of comments. Mm -hmm. Like what an incredible opportunity to showcase what you've been working on and Mm -hmm. what you've learned and show them how I mean, truly, truly how beautiful it can be to be the only person in the, in the place, not consumed by food thoughts and people will notice. You don't even have to say anything. People will notice that you're not consumed by this like diet talk and diet mentality and you're not afraid of the food and you're not, you know, you're not having anyone's BS around their topics Mm -hmm. or comments around your food, which by the way, we have a podcast episode all about how to handle body comments. So check that one out as well. Amen. Uh, really, really helpful body comments or food comments. Honestly, we cover both um, previously in December. So check out that episode. But truly, I mean, it, it's going to come back to our episode with Christina Bruce of oh, Be a Lighthouse. I love her. She's <laughs> so good. Good. So good. Um, but it's such a clear like vision of what who you could be in the room mm-hmm. and having almost that intention, not intentionally trying to change people or whatever, but just like I'm going to be and stand in who I am and what I'm learning and what feels good to me. 
And guess what? Other people will notice and they will ask and they will want what you have because the security and the confidence that comes with you having confidence in your body and in your food choices and around foods, especially holiday foods, people, it's palpable. Mm -hmm. It's palpable and it's powerful. And what a great, I don't know, just what a great intention to set for the holiday. Oh my gosh. In my opinion. Yeah. In my humble opinion. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't know was an acronym for a long time because I'm 30. So <laughs> I just don't Wait, really catch up on that. Are you 31? I'm 31, is what I meant to say. <laughs> Damn Wait. it, bro. I can't even lie at a podcast. I was like, I turned 32 like real soon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're 31. <gasps> Oh, Lord. I'm 31. Help us. Help us. 31. Um, oh, I wanted to just gosh. mention yeah. too, being a good example for those around you at the holidays. So that includes your kids, but that also includes like your siblings mm. and your parents even like, you know, mm. if you are always heading into the holidays and talking about your body or talking about how you, how mom, you can't eat that, especially as moms, like we just have to be really, really careful of like, what we are saying and what we are doing in front of our kids specifically around the holidays, even nieces and nephews, like they pick up on this. And so at these family gatherings, just, yeah, be that lighthouse, be that good example of, you know, you allow yourself permission to enjoy all foods. You still honor your body. You still eat the the foods that you know are going to taste good and feel good with your body. Um, That still means, you know, you're slowing down and being really mindful and present in the moment and enjoying it. But the holidays, when it comes to food, it should be a really joyful and pleasant experience. And if it's currently not pleasant, you need to dig deep and see what is not pleasant about it and what your biggest struggles are that you need to work through. Because truth, the truth is we all have different struggles around food around the holidays. Some people, it's guilt and shame around eating certain things. Sometimes it's guilt and shame about not eating certain things. Sometimes you're still counting calories and then you get home and then you end up binging because of what you eat. So sometimes it's emotional eating. Sometimes it's stress eating. Like you're all facing something different. Um, we all have different struggles. So no, just first and foremost, like figure out what your biggest struggles are first so that you can work on addressing those. Well, and I can't take that what you just said and not talk about the fact that our doors are opening to the Diet Riders membership. You guys, January 4th. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, said yeah, it. yeah. Said it. It's official. January 4th. It's official. The doors are opening to the Diet Riders membership. So if you are ready for some serious change, some serious digging deep and accountability in finding food freedom and intuitive eating, I highly recommend checking out our community. It's mm-hmm. an incredible place to be. We're so excited to open doors again for you guys. So make sure that you're on that wait list. If you're not already, I will link it down below in the show notes for you so you can just click to be notified first when we open the door so you can snag a spot. We are so thrilled to open that back up. And like Brooke is saying, if you're realizing if the holidays are bringing something up in you that you notice, hey, this needs to be figured out, like Mm -hmm. how incredible would it be to start now? And then by next holiday season, it's like game changer. Like you can walk in the room feeling confident in who you are. You have boundaries that are firm. You know how to respond when someone's mistreating you or Mm -hmm. talking about your plate. You know exactly what intuitive eating is and what it's bringing to your life and how it can benefit yourself and others. And really, truly showing up to the holidays even in a year from now Mm -hmm. in a way better mental place than right now. The Diet Riders membership is the place for you to do that. Mm -hmm. We're so excited about it. But anyways, that was 
literally not planned at all no it wasn't (laughs) I I love it though I took your opportunity and I was like you know what's what if you are having those feelings come up it's such a great place to dig a little bit deeper so and on that note you guys I think we're gonna wish you a Merry Christmas and we will see you next year no we have one more episode before before the end of the year we got one more for you guys next week we'll see you next week excited for 2021 oh my gosh you guys I can't even tell you how freaking excited um, it's going to be, good. I just want to piggyback to off, off of Alyssa, but we've made Do some it. really exciting changes in the membership. Thank you mm-hmm. to all of our members who have helped guide us with some of these amazing changes, yeah. but, um, we are just now implementing giveaways and strategy calls and all of these things that are truly, truly life-changing. I'm so freaking excited. Yeah. I just feel like 2021, especially inside the membership, it's, it's going to be filled with like so many amazing, um, amazing more stories. I'm pumped. Yeah. This truly the impact of the membership has been really impactful. And especially recently, since we started making these changes, the Mm -hmm. calls have been downright magical and just being able to see some momentum happening month after month and build Mm -hmm. and build and build into something unstoppable is really amazing that Brooke and I get to witness it and be a part of it. And we are just so grateful to be able to be a part of this community that we created, but takes on a life of its own. And we're just so thrilled to watch everyone's successes in there and share our story and just do all the things. So if you're looking to join a community full of women who are looking for the same things as you are truly delving into food freedom and figuring out what their roadblocks are and overcoming them in ways Mm -hmm. that feel so good and empowering, the Diet Riders membership is the place for you and we can't wait to have you. But until then, we will see you next week. See you later. See you later. Bye.